Hi everyone, welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? We're into May now. You know, and, and May is a month of gratitude for me. Though, you know, every day throughout the year, gratitude is the first place I go when I wake up in the morning. Uh, I love spring. It's a season of new beginnings, the earth coming back to life. And in Montreal, it is not really until May that we can, you know, that we really, you know, uh, experience spring. Sure, you know, we can have some nice weather in April, but April is about, you know, the thawing of the ice on the rivers and the lakes and the melting of the winter snow in the countryside. And April can bring snow. You know, in, in fact, my parents, you know, married on April 28th of 1956, and there was a huge snowstorm that day. A harbinger of things to come, perhaps? That marriage didn't really go so well. No, it is not until May that one can, with confidence, put one's parka away for the season. For three seasons, really. <laughs> and the long weekend in May is when I celebrate my liberation from chronic substance abuse and the beginning of a better life for me. If I had not quit drinking and using drugs in 2003, there is no doubt that I would be dead now. Likely long since dead. And that would, would have been sad because I would have missed out on the best years of my life. It will be 19 years I haven't had a drink or a drug, and I don't miss it in the least. Sure, you know, it was fun for a while, you know, when I was, uh, when I was a, a teen, when I was young, but then it wasn't. And, uh, you know, it's my personal life that I really was impacted for most of it. Uh, it was pretty reasonably functioning, uh, out in the world and but you know it it did affect all areas of life you know and and i i realized you know when i came into recovery i realized that while my friends and my peers may have been socializing and experimenting when we were young i was always self-medicating you know there was uh you know medicating uh, pain and trauma and anxiety and all the things that uh that i uh didn't have full awareness of and uh, wasn't able to deal with. And of course, there was also, you know, stunted emotional development. Uh, When people start, you know, chronic substance abuse, they, uh, when it hits hard, that's when they stop emotionally developing. So I'm, you know, I know there are some women I dated in my 30s who, you know, kind of, who were puzzled and confused, you know, sort of, well, well, it looks like he's, you know, he's an adult man, but I sometimes feel like I'm dating, you know, something else. And so, yeah. Apologies to them. Um, you know, and there are there are a lot of very wrecked early morning cab rides in my adult past. You know, it's like those mornings. Oh, I'll never do that again. Ugh. Of course, I can remember. You know, in high school, Monday morning, standing in the shower after you know binge partying all weekend, and you know, going, "Oh, I'm never going to do that again." But you know, somebody had a joint in the hallway at, you know, high school or or Friday night hit and back, you know, back to what I went. So nowadays, however, things are better. My life is better. 
Uh, I live a life based in spiritual principles, and um, I know a consistent sense of well-being inside of myself. Um, little guilt, shame, or self-loathing, really none of that, actually. Uh, I make healthy, loving choices for myself each day, and uh, and I experience much better uh, results in my life as a result of that. I have faith that as long as I, you know, continue to make healthy, loving chase choices uh, today, then one way or another, things will be okay tomorrow. Um, I mean, you know, it's I, I lived a life of excess, and you know, I grew up in a time, you know, as a teen in the seventies, I came of age at a time where it was all about sex and drugs and rock and roll, and. And there was a glorification of excessive behavior. Um, now, and I'm not blaming my, you know, I mean, the culture was there, but ultimately I'm responsible for my actions. Um, now, you know, I can, as far as excess goes, uh, I can spend a little too much time on TikTok late at night, but that's about as, you know, as crazy as it gets. Um you know, and of course, I contribute content there, three-minute morning tarot meditation, so I have a reason to be on TikTok. But yeah, I can scroll a little too long, and <laughs> 15 minutes or 10 minutes can become two hours, so I'm going to watch that. Um, in the theme of new beginnings, now that we're in the post-pandemic world, I started a diet uh, yesterday to start taking off the weight that I put on the pandemic. It's not a lot of weight, but it's, you know, more than I want to carry, and I, I don't think it's healthy. And shirts are getting a little snug, so um gone to even smaller meal portions, no snacks or treats, uh, no sandwich anymore at lunchtime. It's celery sticks and a third cup of hummus instead. And, uh, you know, we'll see what we can accomplish in May there and then reassess. Um Often how we feel, uh, you know, feel about ourselves is based on the kind of choices we make in life. And taking action towards solutions always feels good. As, of course, you know, uh, does being patient with and compassionate toward oneself. Perhaps in this season of new beginnings, this is a moment for you, too, to make some healthy changes in your life. As always, you know, my thoughts are and good wishes are with the innocent people in Ukraine and the other countries of the world who are struggling to, you know, to live, to survive in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, civil war or terrorist insurgery, insurgency, um, which can result in insurgery. Um, you know, may those causing their suffering be vanquished soon. Uh, all right. Let's set the table now for the week with the upcoming planetary activity. Weekly moon cycle for the week of Monday, May 2nd to Sunday, May 8th. This is important uh, information for spellcasting, for those who practice magic, and for day-to-day -day living for everyone. Um, the moon provides an emotion and experience template for us all every 28 you know, and a half days or so. The moon is in its waxing phase this week. Of course, we had a new moon on Saturday in Taurus. Good time to plant seeds of improvement and change in our life in very physical and material ways. This waxing phase is good for attracting, nourishing, and manifesting energy work and spells. Um, the moon is going to transit from Taurus to Gemini to Cancer to Leo this week. So you want to take a look at your natal chart and you want to see where those four signs are. And then you want to look at the planets you have in those signs and how the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to how your week's going to go. 
and, uh, and which areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you. Now let's look at the inner planets. The sun starts the week at 11 degrees Taurus and will finish up at 17 degrees Taurus. Mercury is at 2 degrees Gemini and will travel to 4 degrees Gemini. Uh, Mercury is slowing down and preparing to retrograde. Venus is at 29 degrees Pisces. It will move to 6 degrees Aries. And Mars is 13 degrees Pisces and will move to 17 degrees Pisces. So go back to your natal chart now and see where Taurus, Pisces, Aries, and Gemini are. And via the house rulerships of the signs, those, uh, of, of, you know, rulerships of uh, the areas those signs cover, you'll be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets. So now let's put this all together and see how the coming week looks. Now, Monday at 6.47 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon transits from the fixed Earth sign of Taurus into the mutable air sign of Gemini. Monday is all about expression with the Gemini moon and with Venus moving into Aries. Just remember to stay grounded in spiritual principles and take time to be sure you are saying what you actually wish to say. Reactive, you know, or thoughtless speech can lead to problems. Um, hurt feelings, misunderstandings. Um, as always with the Gemini moon, you know, there's always a caution against being judgy in a, you know, put down others kind of way or in a, you know, a, some attempt to make yourself superior to others. It's never really, you know, it's never a good look really. And if you are being unfair, it will come back on you. Uh, witness Amber Heard. Uh, Tuesday, May 3rd, we are still feeling the spicy effects of the Venus-Aries shift and the exploratory energies of the Gemini moon. Uh, Jupiter and Pisces, uh, sextile Pluto and Capricorn. Um, this aspect is the aspect of the day. And though Even though Pluto is retrograde, this is still a positive aspect which can bring success and good fortune for people. And uh, due to the retrograde, it can also help bring resolution to past problems and, you know, situations um, from the past. Wednesday, Mars and Pisces sextiles Uranus and Taurus, and this has us breaking free from whatever holds us in place in life. Spontaneous adventure is the order of the day. Really a bit of a theme this week, breaking free out of, you know... Um, stepping out of comfort zones and uh, and normal patterns. You may not get a lot comp accomplished on Wednesday, but there's certainly potential for much good fun. And you know what? That's an important part of life. Adults, you know, we forget about play. We tend to, and we, we're busy, you know, and <laughs> we're doing stuff. And But uh, play is important for everyone. At 7.05 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon moves into the cardinal water sign of cancer, which will have us seeking water element security over the next couple of days. Relationships and home are important now. Dream messaging and intuition are enhanced when the moon is in cancer, so don't forget to journal. Um, you're going to be in your feelings and emotions, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, even for people who, you know, aren't there so often, it can be, you know, can give you a chance to get yourself in touch with yourself. Um... Thursday, May 5th, the Sun in Taurus is conjunct uh, Uranus in Taurus. And this is a once-in-a-year aspect. <laughs> oh, man, you know, expect the unexpected. 
this aspect can be quite liberating, but you know, just as easily it can you know, spark chaos. Your current internal state of being will really dictate how things go for you. Situations that have been simmering have a strong likelihood of boiling over now, and it's not a day for foolish risks. Um, and if you've been getting away with something for a while, this can be the day your luck runs out. Um, what can go wrong will go wrong when Uranus is uh, conjunct Taurus. Uh, when Uranus is and the Sun are conjunct, rather. Um, in Taurus, but in other signs, too. Um, Mercury on Friday, uh, Mercury in Gemini is going to sextile Venus in Aries. You know, and there we say, uh, fortune favors the bold. Put yourself out there romantically. The blending of these air and fire energies make it, uh, you know, a great day for dating or, you know, for socializing and meeting someone new. This is the, this is the most, uh, you know, even though we had the moon in cancer earlier, um, you know, on Wednesday, it's Friday that is the real dating, connecting, and uh, romancing day um, of the week. Saturday at 7.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon moves into the fixed fire sign of Leo. Well, <laughs> life is always interesting when the moon is in Leo. The extrovert in all of us comes out to play. Just be sure not to go too deep into ego. Uh, those predisposed to making things all about them may tax the patience of friends and family now. The best way to navigate Saturday, Saturday is to immerse yourself in the sun, sextile Mars, and Pisces energies that want you to step back and take time for you. This aspect is good for balancing emotions and for... Spiritual awareness, uh, activities such as hikes and retreats are good ways to get the most out of these energies. This is a time for nurturing and nourishing. Uh, you know, pushing yourself now may just simply yield unsatisfactory results. Um, Sunday, same, might be a better day for socializing, but, you know, light socializing. Um, shorter visits, stay away from controversial topics. Um, now for the more, more constant planetary energy in the Zodiac. Uh, Jupiter's 29 degrees Pisces, uh, preparing to leave Pisces and move into Aries for the summer. Uh, Japan, uh, Saturn is at 24 degrees Aquarius. Uh, Uranus is at 14 degrees Taurus. Um, Neptune is 24 degrees Pisces. Um, Pluto, 28 degrees Capricorn, Chiron, the healer, 14 degrees Aries, and Black Moon Lilith is 2 degrees Gemini. Um, Pluto, of course, is retrograde. That's a five-month retrograde that's going to take you deep into your journey and into yourself, and, you know, revelations will come, uh, perhaps won't be noticed and understood fully, um, until much later. Uh, as I said, Jupiter is, um, is shift, is going to shift into Aries for the summer and that's going to change, uh, change things up. It's still a fortunate, uh, aspect, uh, transit. Um, of course, Jupiter in Pisces is one of those great good fortune placements. Jupiter in Aries is pretty good too, too though, folks. So, um, the North Node is at 22 degrees of Taurus, the South Node 22 degrees of Scorpio, so that's where the uh, karmic axis is. 
And as the karmic axis is there, you want to look at your natal chart and say, well, where's, you know, what's, what's, what do I have going on at 22 degrees, uh, Taurus to Scorpio? Um, things are percolating there. For all you sorceresses and alchemists and witches out there, uh, the lunar cycle for the week is fixed earth, mutable air, cardinal water, and fixed fire. And the quality of the week is fixed. We are in Taurus season. Planetary events this week. We've got one. Um, Monday, May 2nd, Venus enters Aries, where it will transit until May 28th. I'm pretty sure Lady Gaga was thinking of Venus and Aries when she wrote Bad Romance a few years back. <laughs> we know what we want and we're willing to go after it when Venus is in Aries, even if we have an idea that the experience will be, you know, could well be a roller coaster ride. Uh, certainly we seek intensity when Venus is in Aries and we're willing to take risks. Uh, Venus and Aries will attract opportunities to the Aries rules of uh, Aries ruled areas of your chart. Um, so be aware of that as well. This is, you know, this is assertive, positive, um, uh, performative energy. Um, it, it, it's a nice boost to the cosmic mix. For daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan de la Montagne, uh, daily tarot meditations on TikTok, uh, same Duncan de la Montagne. Um, I don't have a fancy handle on either one of those formats um i also post astrology reports on the blog on my website you can find a link for that in the bio on my instagram um that's it for this week i want to thank you all for listening i wish you well uh, i wish you a good season of new beginnings as we move through may i'll be back next week with another episode of the sky now until then be good to yourself and be good to others mm-hmm.